you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's NBA Daily Betting Podcast. I am your host, Sean Little, for the Thursday edition, of course, with my guy, J.D. Joe DeLara. Decent little slate for a Thursday. Me and J.D. were picking through. We found a couple plays for you, and we might be on the opposite side of one, but we'll get to that in a second. Jay, what's going on? Dude, we're 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 chilling right now. We're we got a little bit of a cough, so you know, mind with the mic. We'll have to hit that mute button maybe a time or two, but you know, <laughs> but hey, uh, give you some editing to do. But we're doing good otherwise. How you doing? The listeners don't care about that. If they, you could cough. <laughs> if you coughed out a winner, they'll take it. I know that because like I know ball. I would take the exact same thing. Let's jump right into it. Interesting Thursday slate. Give me your best bet. I'll give mine. We'll break them down and get out of here. All right. So I'm look. I have two plays that I'm looking at. One is a spread. Is the Mavericks plus two against the Celtics? And the second play, there is no line, but I want to talk about it later. And it's going to be on Jokic rebounds. So, uh, but we can get into that in the Clippers uh, Clippers Nuggets game. What are, what are you on, man? Okay. We are going to go head up. I am taking the Boston Celtics on the money line minus one thirty here across the board. I'll tell you why in a second. J.D., jump into it. We're head-to-head here. You're on the Mavs. Talk to me about why you like Luka at home getting a few points. All right, so I guess we could both cash here uh, if you want to go for that real, real skinny (laughs) middle. (laughs) But look, both these teams played uh, before. They played on November 23rd, and the Celtics won that matchup 125 to 112. They obviously didn't have Robert Williams at the time. When I was looking at that matchup, one of the things that stood out to me a lot was that both teams shot 53% from the field, but the Celtics had significantly better three-point variance, and they shot 50% from three. So that was the 18. That's an 18-point differential there. Um, additionally, one of the things about the Mavericks is that right now they're a completely different team with Christian Wood in the starting lineup. And I think that those minutes and those minutes have been excellent with Luca, and it's something that I wrote about in my props piece. 
and how when Wood has been in the starting lineup, not only is he playing better, but he's actually improving Luca's assist numbers as well. Uh, he receives like 20, almost 21% of passes from Luca, and he's converting those into 2.7 assists per game, as opposed to like when he was on the bench and he was really only converting that at 1.8. So Luca's assists have actually gone up a little bit too, which is a little interesting. Um, but aside from that, when we look at their recent form, Dallas is seven and over the last two weeks compared to four and three from Boston and Boston, they did get up for some of those bigger games against the Bucks and the Clippers. They did lose to the Nuggets, but um, they had some, they're coming off an ugly loss to, to the Thunder right now. So, um, but look, over this two weeks, Dallas is third best in point differential, plus 7.5. Boston's plus 1.9. It's a little bit skewed because of the Thunder loss. But the thing with Boston is their defense has been really bad. They're allowing over five points more for 100 possessions compared to their season-long mark. And then when we really look at Dallas, they've been so much better at home. They're 15 and five straight up at home compared to seven and 11 on the road. And Boston's actually lost four of their last five home games. So I think with the two points, you're going to get it. This is a close game. I like grabbing the two in case, you know, it's a one possession game at the end of the game uh, rather than take the plus money. Um, I don't feel like I'm getting enough value at the plus 110 here. So I'll grab those two points. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm actually took the money line. I'll I'll lay the the extra 20 cents to minus 130 on the money line here. Listen, when it comes to capping games and capping NBA, NFL, whatever I'm looking at, I, I, I'm always a, a little bit of both on the analytical side, breaking down numbers and then going through spots and then how I feel about said spot. Now, the the Celtics are coming off a massive massive L to the Thunder. No shade, Gilgis Alexander. They give up 150. They give up 122 points through three quarters. Yeah. This is purely a cap on spot and gut with how I feel about where the Celtics are at. I feel like they're going to come into uh, into Dallas on a nationally televised TNT game and try to bounce back and make a statement off of off of that Thunder game. I don't I, I I'm not the guy that's gonna say this is a must-win spot. It's not. But this spot feels a little heavy heavier for the Celtics coming off of what they just put out to the public against the Thunder, now being on national TV, now knowing everyone's gonna be watching, and now knowing Luca and the guys are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. But listen, I went and looked at their last month of games. Let's talk about this because. We know the narrative around the Dallas Mavericks. Luca, 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 more Luca. He's sensational. Luca, Doncic, Doncic, Luca. That's all you hear about when you hear about the Mavericks, right? Let's go back <laughs> and look at some of these wins. Of course, they just beat the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are bums. They beat the San Antonio Spurs. They're bums. They played Houston again. They're bums. The, then, then go back to two days after Christmas, December 27th, against the New York Knicks. They beat the Knicks in an absolute miracle. That was crazy. They were getting beat up at home by a solid Knicks team. Doncic scores 60, has 60, 21, and 10. They have to go to overtime to win that game. They're all, the Knicks are only a few games over 500. The yeah. Lakers, they're bums. They got a W there. What do you know? The Rockets, again, Three of the last seven games have been against the Rockets. That's another W. The Minnesota Timberwolves, another W. They beat them by five points, 104-99. That team is a disaster. Then 
They lost to Minnesota in Minnesota. They played a little duplex spot, lost the first one, won the second one. Then, okay, they play a they, they play a really good team in the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. They lose that game. It does go to overtime, but it's an L. Yeah. They play Portland. They win. Portland right now is a game over 500. They 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 win that game. They go back to Cleveland. This is another L. And and I'm going through game by game. Yeah. Oklahoma City, they stink. They won that game. Then they lost in Chicago. They 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 let the Bulls put up 144 in which an is L, crazy. Which, yeah. which is ridiculous. Then they lose to the Bucks. So the last real stretch of actually good W's, in my opinion, was the first week of December where they went to the Knicks and won by 11. And, and you remember this stretch. They then oh, beat yeah. up on Phoenix. Then they went to Denver and got a one-point win. So out of the last, I would say, 13 or 14, 15 games maybe, they have won two maybe two quality wins here yeah i mean over portland by a point i think that the number being short at two against a team that's extremely good at home in dallas they play a lot better at home yeah for them to be the short favorite i'm gonna sell high on the dallas mavericks right now and i'm gonna buy extremely low on the celtic squad that looks a little lost without Ime udoka they miss him quite a bit the organizational piece, they just seem to be out of sorts. And I think Ime would help them a lot. Now, in this spot, in a nationally televised game, where I believe Dallas is starting to feel themselves a little bit, Boston's going to show up here and get a W on the road on TNT in Dallas. That's how I feel. That's what my gut says. I, I, I know that as of late, they haven't been scoring that well. They haven't been playing defense that well. And the Dallas Mavericks are starting to stack these W's up, but a lot of these W's are not against good competition. That's why I'm rocking with the Boston Celtics on the money line. Yeah, so I think it's actually interesting that you were bringing up the competition too, because actually I, when you sort by team like the, these two teams, when they play top 10 teams in point differential on cleaning the glass, Boston is number one, Dallas is number two in terms of point differential. Boston's eight and three, Dallas is seven and seven, but... Dallas has the basically according to like what their metrics are for you know net rating et cetera et cetera. Cleaning Glass says that they sh they should have won two point two more games than against that strong competition. So I think this is kind of one of those games like Dallas had to play a tougher like a very tough schedule at the start of the season I think, and that's part of why their like record was depressed a little bit. And then now, like, they're obviously – they're stacking up those, like, easy wins. But I do still think this Dallas team is very, very good. And, like, I, I'm, I'm on, the, like, the opposite narrative of you, essentially, because you're trying – you're saying, like, sell high on the Mavs. And my my – I'm basically like, look, like, I think that the floor is still – there's still more floor for the Celtics to go down. Um, that's just the way I feel about that team. And even though both these teams seem to get up for these big games, like – I think that the coaching on both teams has been interesting this year, um, but Wood being really inserted in the starting lineup, I think has made Dallas dramatically better on the offensive end. So uh, I, it's going to be a great game. I'm, I'm very excited for it. So we'll just kind of have to see how this goes. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's going to be a great game. This is that primetime Thursday slot on TNT. I think Tatum shows up and scores 30 plus the last couple of games for Boston. He hasn't got to that, you know, that yeah. 30 point mark where, that seems to be the new standard as of yeah. right now in the NBA. There's 
I want to say off the top of my head, there's six or seven guys that are scoring 30 points a night right now. It's, it's absolutely crazy. insane. And there, I think since 05, 06, there's never been more than four players that have scored 30 points in the season. Kobe, LeBron, Allen Iverson. And take a guess at who the fourth guy is on that list because I was talking about it earlier today. Four guys in 2005, 2006 scored 30 points. 05, 06, Allen Iverson, Kobe Bean Bryant, LeBron James, which is ridiculous because LeBron James is still scoring 30 He's still nowadays. playing. Yeah. That was, that was, what, 20 years ago. But take a guess at who the fourth guy was. This has got to be somebody, like, so dumb. So like, awesome. It's, it's, I love it's, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know who it is right now. Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas. Oh, I forgot about him. Scored 30. Who scored 30 a night? Gilbert was awesome. Shout out, Gilly. Um, so yeah, the, the, the scoring right now in the league has been insane. That's been a big talking piece, but feels like a game. Boston shows up to me. Uh, I'm not even going to jump too, too far into the, into the numbers and dig through the matchups and do all that. This feels like a spot where they're going to show up. They've lost two straight to Oklahoma city and Denver. This is the third game on the road. Now on a Thursday, I, I think they get it done on national TV. Fair enough. Talk to me about the uh, the 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 Jokic who's boards, correct? Yeah. So over the past three seasons, he's played Zubac eight times. In those games, he's averaging twenty six point six points, thirteen point three boards, and seven point eight assists. So he's been he's been smacking on the rebounds, and he's got thirteen plus in six of eight of those games. So I really like that spot. Um, even earlier this year. He was had a little bit of a lower scoring game, actually. He only scored 19 points, but he had 13 boards, six assists. And then the prior matchup back in, say, I guess it was March of last year, 30, 14, and six. So if we get a line, we've been looking at his props. Like if we look back at the prior matchup between these two teams, his lines were set at, uh, it was 10 and a half boards. So I think that that's, that's low. His recent form has been just way too good. But in the most, a couple, some of the more recent games, we're seeing 11 and a half rebounds. If you see that line, you got to take that over on the rebound spot. I think this is just too good of a place, too good of a spot for him. And if Zubox gets into any type of foul trouble, Joker's just going to have a field day against this Clippers team that has just really no size. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's the angle. <laughs> I, love, I, I love that. Especially that it just puts a lot of pressure on Zubox to, to deal with Jokic on a possession by possession. And he is. He's been the definition of taking, taking, I guess, what the defense is going to give him. And yeah. I say that to say whatever needs to be done and he he thinks puts the Nuggets in the best position to win, that's what he's been doing. He's doing it. My, my favorite game of the year was his his um, his um last triple-double where I, I want to say, let me pull up his game log really quick. He had a triple-double on 13 shots. Oh, yeah. He, ha- he did have that. It was like um, – was it like two weeks ago, maybe? I'll tell you right now. This was two games ago on, on the first year, first day against the Boston Celtics, first oh, yeah. day of 2023, New Year's Day. He had 30, 12, and 12 on 10 of 13 from the floor. It's insane. That's, that is by far my most. Forget about Donovan Mitchell's 70 point outburst, which he did on 34 Crazy. shots, by the way. Yeah. 70, <laughs> 71 on 34 is ridiculous in itself. But Jokic in a in a in a big double digit win scores 30 <laughs> 12 rebounds 12 assists on 10 of 13 from the floor eight free throws 
one steal and one foul, zero turnovers, by the way, is I'm telling you now my favorite game of the year so far for anybody. He's ridiculous. So be on the lookout for the boards when that opens up. Is there a specific number you would want to, you'd really like it at? I think it's long. If you it's, I don't think it'll be higher than 11 and a half. If it's 12 and a half, I think maybe like try to reduce your risk a little bit. Um, But if you're going to get a line, that's, you know, if you're going to get an 11 and a half, 10 and a half, hundred percent, 11 and a half, I think you also have to take it. And, you know, he's just gone over it too many times with the median result out of eight, eight out of eight contests being 13. So, you know, he's got a couple of lower ones, but the rebounds have been great for him, especially this season. I like it. All right. To recap, I am on the Boston Celtics money line minus 130 across the board from what I can see. And Joe uh, Joe Delera is on the Dallas Mavericks plus two, so we need the we need Boston by a point, and then <laughs> everybody middle. everybody can go home happy. Be on the lookout. He also likes over for boards. Jokic against Zubac, looking at around eleven and a half potentially. If it's twelve and a half, that's a little high. But if it's twelve and, and, and a half, we gotta see plus money. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely yeah. right. So be on the lookout for that. And that's gonna do it for the Thursday edition of Buckets. For Joe Delera, I am Sean Little. We'll see y'all next time on the Action Network Buckets Podcast. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.